The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, Lord. As Jesus walked along, he saw a man blind from birth. He spat on the ground and made mud with the saliva and spread the mud on the man's eyes, saying to him, Go, wash in the pool of Siloam, which means scent. Then the man who was blind went and washed and came back able to see. The neighbors and those who had seen him before as a beggar began to ask, Is this not the man who used to sit and beg? Some were saying, It is he. Others were saying, no, but it is someone like him. He kept saying, I am the man. They brought to the Pharisees the man who had formerly been blind. That was a Sabbath day when Jesus made the mud and opened his eyes. Then the Pharisees also began to ask him how he had received his sight. He said to them, he put mud on my eyes. Then I washed and now I see. Some of the Pharisees said, this man is not from God, for he does not observe the Sabbath. But others said, how can a man who is a sinner perform such signs? And they were divided. And so they said again to the blind man, what do you say about him? It was your eyes he opened. He said, he is a prophet. They answered him, you were born entirely in sins. And are you trying to teach us? And they drove him out. Jesus heard that they had driven him out. And when he found him, he said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? He answered, And who is he, sir? Tell me so that I may believe in him. Jesus said to him, You have seen him, and the one speaking with you is he. He said, Lord, I believe, and he worshiped him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you. Well, I hope I've endeared myself to you because that was a four page gospel reading. We got it down to two. <laughs> but it's really important that we grasp all that was said in this gospel. Otherwise, we would miss the four different reactions to Jesus. We hear how the neighbors revealed surprise and skepticism, how the Pharisees showed disbelief and prejudice, how the blind man's parents believed but kept quiet for fear of excommunication, and how the healed man showed consistent growing in faith. Each reaction to Jesus allowed the man to reach a clearer understanding of the one who had healed him. At the surface level, we can all be happy for the blind man because now he can see. We know that Jesus is always speaking to all of us. So how is this story relevant to us who are not physically blind? The blind man in the gospel saw, this, saw more than the religious leaders in the sense that he had more faith in Jesus than they had. The Pharisees had perfect sight, yet they had no faith in Jesus. 
In order to see well, good eyesight alone will not suffice. There are many forms of blindness besides that with of our eyes. And in order to help us see that, I've taken a page, a couple lines from Father Floor McCarthy, a gifted homeless. He shares, selfishness blinds us to the needs of others. Insensitivity blinds us to the hurt we're causing to others. Snobbery blinds us to the equal dignity of others. Pride blinds us to our own faults. Prejudice blinds us to the truth. Hurry blinds us to the beauty of the world around us. Materialism blinds us to spiritual values. Superficiality blinds us to a person's true worth and causes us to judge by appearances. I think he nailed it. He's got an awful lot of them. These examples share with us, they readily point out that we see with more than just our eyes. We see with our minds, with our hearts, and with our imagination. The scope and limitations depend on our open-mindedness, how open our heart is, and how free our imagination is. It's been said that the greatest tragedy is not to be born blind, but to have eyes and yet fail to see. There is a worse situation demonstrated by the, the Pharisees, to have eyes and refuse to see. Looking back to our man who had been blind, he had heard the same questions over and over. He did not know how or why he was healed but he knew that his life had been miraculously changed and he was not afraid to tell the truth. You don't need to know all the answers in order to share Christ with others. It's important to tell them how he has changed your life. Then trust that God will use your words to help others believe in him too. Share your story, your story, we all have a story. Everyone has one. Have the faith that your story can be used by God for his greater glory. It's one thing to come to Mass. It's one thing to do good things. But one of those things that we treasure most is our story. But we hide that story in here. We don't want people to see the cracks. They don't want to see you know, all these little imperfections. But we all have them. We have a common denominator. We never know for sure how my story, your story, and it can just be a few moments when you share something. The impact that you have, sometimes you don't see it right away, but they go away. And they'll say to you maybe a week or two later, you know what you share with me really helped me. Or they'll share it with someone else. What you said to me made my day. I don't think that we really give ourselves enough credit and don't give God enough credit that he will use us. Who, me? Yeah, you. He will use you. The joy of today's gospel is listening to how the blind man came to have faith in Jesus. And the climax is his profession of faith when he exclaimed, Lord, I believe.